Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Out Podcast I'm with Jamal Crook. Because it's Friday, Jamal, how you doing? I'm doing good. I always realize, like, I'm I'm trying not to give the date because full disclosure, we just recorded an episode back to back, so it's still like two weeks from. I'm I'm hearing myself in the future. Anyway, <laughs> we had this great idea to do a podcast, and we got a lot of fun talking about losing weight. We did. But uh, you, uh, we're called Crucial Conversations because Jamal and I would get into conversations over the phone and all of a sudden we're like, man, we should record some of these. These are amazing. And that's what we do. So anyway, I was on the phone with Jamal and he started talking about some conflict uh, in school and, and all that good stuff. Let's let's go over that because we started yeah. talking and like, wait, this is a good podcast. Yeah. So so here, here's the deal, everyone. Conflict. No matter where you are, what you do, as long as you live around people, there's going to be conflict, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing, the thing that I'm learning in this season um, of leadership, my short time being a leader of a school, is that your perception to conflict often dictates your outcome. Let me let me just elaborate a little bit, right? So I'm going to use a generic situation like, for example, you will have, um, as a teacher, you will say, hey, I have, you're over a program, right? And as your program, you have a vision for your program and you want all the kids to go to Bush Gardens in St. Louis. Is, is there a Bush Garden in St. Louis? Yes, there is. Okay. So you want all the kids to go to Bush Gardens in St. Louis and the one in Tampa and you want them to do a comparative analysis on the the two different ones because your program is you know deeply rooted in um high order thinking and ela standards national ela standards right and it's a great opportunity for, for the kids to get out but then along the way right in your mind it, it makes perfect sense and you think that everyone around you is going to just say yeah that's that's great but then there are people who start to question well why do the kids need to go to Bush Gardens in St. Louis and in Tampa? Or is there not another assignment that you can give them to do a comparative analysis on those things? And then there are people who almost seem like they are lobbying against you, right? But, um, and this is when, you know, conflict arises, and, you know, in a, a way that conflict can arise. Uh, at a school or in your workplace, you have a vision for something and somebody else has another vision for what it is that you feel that or what you should be doing because their vision for something is just completely different. And then you have this conflict, right? But then you can approach this two different ways. You can say, well, everybody's out to get me. Nobody likes me here. And it's just, you know, you know, bad. And like, they don't want me to shine or whatever it is. Or you can say, well, this is designed to to make me better. So my perception then, I'm going to more clearly articulate my vision as to why I decided to have the kids go go to Bush Gardens in Tampa and in St. Louis. Maybe there are some historical facts. Maybe there are some things in St. Louis that the kids can't get. But I'm going to more clearly articulate this vision because if you look back in you know history or whatever, and I'm going on right now, but Everything that happened that was great came out of conflict. I mean, Michael Jordan didn't even make his basketball team in high school. Um, 
you know, so your your attitude or your position towards conflict um, is going to dictate your altitude and your outcome every yeah. single time. No, I I I always see. So I'll give some context because I talk about my family a lot. My mom and I argued a lot when I was a kid, like a lot, because I was I, like, I, well, heck, I was a kid. You know, it's yeah. it, it was my job to test authority. And mm-hmm. my dad was, we kind of had a role reversal. My mom was the one that kept law and order. And my dad uh, was a little, little more forgiving. Um, but the conflict was always usually testing the limits, but we loved each other. And mm-hmm. I think that was, that was the one thing my mom did a masterful job of is that we'd get into it and then we'd about ready to go to bed and she'd make sure that she knew that I knew that she loved me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, we fought. Yeah, I mean, by fought, we helped each other, but that's okay. And and I think conflict is so good. This is one of the things, and, and I don't normally bash on uh, particular uh, generations, but this is where I've seen millennials and Gen Z yes. really struggle because Trouble. conflict is over a keyboard and actually, the, I was listening to a guy talking. Like, he says, when we stopped going to playgrounds and we started giving them iPads, conflict resolution is way different. And so uh, now I see, because like you're a principal. So your way of handling conflict, I mean, you're the man, right? And, and everybody's angry at the man. And so, <laughs> like, so I'm anxious to hear like, and, and obviously you don't really have, I don't think you have millennial or Gen, I know you don't have Gen Z teachers, but uh-huh. like how in a new day and age where I, you know, if you don't agree with what I say, it's an affront and I'm offended and I demand mm-hmm. my blah, blah, blahs. How do you deal with conflict when you're in charge with that kind of mindset? I, I'm not going to lie. Being a millennial myself, um, it was, it was, uh, it was challenging. Like, well, it is challenging. It's not like something that goes away. It's challenging for any generation. I think I think the biggest thing um, that I'm learning is to to hear people out and get to the root of what it is that they're saying or what it is that they want. I had an interesting conversation. I can't give too many details because it's confidential. An interesting conversation with someone and we were going over a few, a few things. And during the conversation, it was, it, 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 at certain points, it was like, it almost felt like we were going back and forth. But once I got to the intention of what that person wanted, it, it became clear that, hey, can you do this? And it was like, yeah, like, hold on, wait a minute. And and then we started to work together um, to to make sure that we were going in the same direction. So so a lot of a lot of times what I've realized, especially like in the school, like, man, like we're all there for the same reason. Like you, you want to teach and I want to be a principal and, you know, we're all here together. And it's really figuring out where that person is coming from and then having, having a, a, a means to keep the focus on what it, the, the, keep the main thing. The main thing is, you know, some people would say, but once you understand what people are after and what they want, then you can lead them more effectively. That makes sense. It does. 
but and I guess you and your role as a leader, you have to have that cooler head, and I'm glad that you do. Um, I just see a lot of no, mind you, when I when I see conflict online, mm-hmm. I know that people are way worse. Mm-hmm. Keyboard warriors are hardcore. They are tough. They don't mm-hmm. back down. <laughs> in real life, in real life, that's another thing. So, so I do understand that people are rude and awful sometimes online, but <clears throat> this only my side is right. Right. That we have on these polar opposites. I, 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 in my more optimistic side, I keep thinking that there's something positive going to come out of it. And maybe there right. is. Maybe people right. watch the lunatic fringe and go, man, y'all are crazy on both ends and somewhere in between will be the victor. But uh, right. it's been, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, I'm almost 20 years your senior. And yep. so when I deal with people your age, <laughs> there, there's a part of me that I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just a conversation. I'm going back to the Don Wetrick, Sue Wetrick shouting matches where out of love, she's telling me, no, you're wrong. And I didn't get offended. I think you get offended so easy. Yeah. Because, because, you know, I think, I think what happens is there, there are two things. They, they think that you're attacking them as opposed to the idea. The idea, yes. Right? Yes. So now I'm offended at the idea. But here's the thing, you know, um, I don't know if, you, if you're listening to this and, and you're like me, you're a millennial, millennial. I just turned 29, by the way. Um, but if you are, if nobody, nobody ever attacks you as the person, but whatever your idea is, people want to know the data. Like, I want to know why it's significant how it's going to help or whatever other question that I want to generate. I want to know how this, your idea is going to benefit everyone. Like I have to question. Oh yes. Like I have to, I have to radically question because especially in, in as, as the more impact and more influence you have. So like, let me just clear up a misconception. The principal at your school has to verify just about everything that he does or the CEO at ABC, like the, the more the more that's at stake, the more research that has to be done, the more the more casting vision that has to be done, the more answering questions has to be done. The longer it takes to do something, um, when Prime Co took over, I'm, I'm sorry, when Verizon took over Prime Co, it wasn't. I mean, we heard about it the day that it happened, but you you have to know that there was months, maybe even years, that were in the making of Verizon acquiring Prime Co. Um, as, as a company, I say all that to say people are going to question your ideas. And the thing that ends up happening is, um, especially with the younger generation, we don't want to be questioned. We want to be, we want to be the unquestioned leaders. We want to be John Maxwell today. Well, and, and, and I think that heck, even in my own, you know, the, the Roth IRA method we did, the T was for tussle. I literally set aside time for our students to argue with each other because it's good for you. If you, if you think you have a great idea, if you surround yourself with people with yes, men, you're not going to get there. I like you're, you're going to get a boring product. And so the people that are willing to tussle with you, one of three things happens. You tussle and you lose. You realize that your idea ain't all that. You tussle and you win the person that picked apart, you defend it. And then you're, 
And then, and then the, 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 you defending it, the person's like, wait a second, you even kind of redefine your, your ideas or third, you find a compromise that guy or that girl that pointed out that it wasn't all that great. It's you're forced to be better. So like those arguments, those conflicts are always better. What I don't like, and sometimes, you know, sometimes the, the, the behavior we don't like in our students, the teachers sometimes do the same is the ganging up Mm -hmm. uh, on you know, finding your crew to say, well, this is a personal affront to me. No, it's being questioned. Like uh, the, the soundbite stuff. I, I, I know like when uh, there's been some principles I had and, and um, you know, they, they didn't approve something. Oh, you're saying that you don't like my class. Oh, you must not what what's best for kids. No, I just found a better alternative or a better price. I mean, you can have these discussions, but when people start forming their tribes and, you know, get underhanded and all these other things, it just gets awful. Right. And here's a, here's a, here's a, and here are the outcomes of conflict, really. I mean, and, and I challenge you to challenge me on this. There, I think there are three outcomes. Number one, with, with conflict in whatever role you are, if you defend your point Right. And you gain others. What that does is that raises your level of competency and the, the, the trust in those people of your competency. Number two, if you come to a point to where you realize that your idea is not really the best and that there is someone else's idea and you're willing to work with them to bring that idea because it is truly the best idea out and you bring that to life. You you uh, people gain confidence in your ability to work with others. Right. Or if you defend and it doesn't work out for you and you move away or you disengage, you become someone people gain trust in the fact that you can't work with others. I think those are the only three outcomes. I'll agree with that. I, I, I uh, but I think it's people's um, unintentional biases sometimes like I, I I've seen people, especially on the political spectrum, like arguments end in, but still. <laughs> I've seen people just totally like, okay, your party said the exact same thing six years ago and you defended it. Now that you're doing it about face because your political party doesn't believe in that. Right. Well, but still. But still. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I agree. A good, healthy, healthy um, conversation, debate, conflict, you're right, can end to those three things. I, I'm just always afraid that it ends in, but still. I think and and for the record, I couldn't, for the record, I couldn't, like, I admire what you and what a lot of other principals do. Um, I just, man, it, it's just tensions run high and how a good principal leads and then quashes that. And I, I think if you're really good, you turn then those conflicts into great learning opportunities. You, you leverage those, hey, it is a great idea. I'm going to push back for you to make it better. All right. Those are great people, opportunities. People want to know um, your, your rationale. Now, let me ask you a question, Don, with, with you know, your, your approach to conflict, right? Um, what, are, what are some ways, so if I'm listening and I want to know, okay, so you guys have given me kind of the, the problem or the situation, how do you, how do you grow and work through some of these things? What are some practical things that I could maybe do today? I would say every, 
selfishly, I'll say I, I like going through the Roth IRA method that we that we have in our class. Roth IRA is basically R is for realization. A lot of times you have this great idea for a class or a great idea for a project, but that realization could be in the shower, could be you running, it could be just boom. That O is for open discussion. The like mm. sharing, you're like, I think I'm onto something, which leads to the T. Embrace the tussle. Just because, like, publicly state that you have a great idea. Say, embrace the tussle. Embrace the tussle. Like, look, like, I, and I seriously, I, I, and this is going to sound terrible coming out of my mouth, mom, forgive me. I miss arguing with my mom. It made me better prepared to defend things. And so when you have an operational system where you're like, hey, it's, uh, it's argument Wednesday. I don't know what you call, like, who, who's ready to, who's ready to bully, right? I mean, like, Boom, go for it. Like every now and then, sometimes I think you could turn that into a game to where you're respectfully but having fun with shoot down this idea. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they they do that in, you know, the debate team all the time. And, 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 you know, then that H was heterogeneous grouping, like have people on your team with different backgrounds and different skills. Hmm. That's the Roth. The IRA is iterate, well, ideate first, then iterate reflect and adjust Hmm. like you know reflect on what you've done reflect on that project reflect on the argument you just had did they have some point great adjust did you win that argument because you defended it great awesome but you probably come up with something else because they pushed back on you adjust Hmm. healthy arguments are good yeah they are so but still name calling are bad you know, and, okay. and it's, it's funny. Like I have, we te- we teach our children, and I'm 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 saying every like most people I know are guilty about saying this. We teach our children to act like adults, but when it comes to politics, I have yet to see people act like adults. <laughs> Too many people act like damn children. <laughs> you know, I don't even get into politics. I'm just I'm just I'm just happy to be here. Sometimes I like, try not to. <laughs> I seriously do, but but and I'll get attacked like, "What well, don't you believe in?" You know, I believe in a lot of things. Don't you put me in a box? This is true. <laughs> well, is you're true. you're such a you're such a liberal. I'm like, nope. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. What a conservative you are. Nope. You know, I did. I've got my own little thing going, but I try to have this. So you have your so you have your conflict then, right? Yeah. I think I think um with with conflict we have to be mindful of the opportunities that it presents for us to get better um i was in church i'm not gonna preach to you guys but you know about four years ago i heard the preacher say he said you know how are you supposed to get stronger without any resistance it's it's there's no difference there's no difference uh, in you going to the gym and working out, the heavier you lift, the stronger you are. The more times you can do heavy weight, the 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 better it is for your body. You're you're able to do things outside of the gym um, that correlate into you know maybe things that you m- maybe never even thought of just because you've gone through resistance training. So the yeah. conflict then is our social resistance. Mm. And we have to, we have to, it, we have to look at it like that, um, and get excited. I heard a, I heard a podcast one time where a guy was saying that he gets excited when he, when he, um, 
when conflict comes his way. He he like relishes at it. He says because he knows he's about to level up. So yes, it's a learning opportunity. No, I the people that sometimes shout that you should be peaceful and understanding are some of the most unpeaceful, non-understanding people I've ever met. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> seeing people go to protests and fight each other like for dumb, yeah. dumb stuff. Uh, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These, this is not healthy conflict resolution. This is people nope. shouting. Yeah. This is true. So, yeah. 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 So, so your approach to conflict is, is, is Roth important. IRA. Yeah. IRA. Now that's good stuff. Well, Jamal, this is this is uh, this is one of those things that we we get in these conversations. Like, let's press record. So, I agree. I I if you are a school leader and you don't have to be a principal, be a school leader. Uh, embrace those opportunities to healthily health. Did I make a word to health, <laughs> healthily debate to have good debate? To have healthy, to have debate. great to know that conflict makes everything sharper. Uh, you 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 started off the show with talking about Michael Jordan. You know what Michael Jordan was? A relentless person. Like people, like his teammates were like not an easy person to get along with. But what, right. did, he, what did he expect? You to get better. Greatness. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And as a Pacer fan, I did not like him. He got every single call in the world. Oh my gosh, the NBA was terrible back then. Well, <laughs> Jordan misses. Oh, there's a foul somewhere. Anyway, I'm going to get angry emails. Who's the best ever? Whatever. He was, though. I hate to admit it. He, he really definitely did. was. He really was. The best. He was. He was. All right. Well, Jamal, this has been yet another one uh, that I enjoy talking to you. If you enjoy these conversations, uh, you want to be a guest on our show. Actually, we had to film, we had to record these back to back. We actually had three people waiting. Um, so if you want to be a part of this, broadcast please let us know um the best way to do that is by email you can email me i think my my preferred one now is dwetrick at start at up foundation.org yours jamal jamal crook at i mean i'm sorry jamal at started it up foundation no 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 way jamal yeah, no. Started- yeah <laughs> i could i could have done the the innovation one I, yeah I've, I've been doing so much of the uh, foundation emails soon jamal at started up innovation.com there you, go. there you go. Or you can leave us a message on our Facebook. That's actually Twitter. how I get most of them is either DMs or Twitter or on our Facebook page. Yeah. And I'm just Jamal Cricket on Facebook and, and Twitter. I'm also on LinkedIn too. You can shoot me a LinkedIn message you if go. you like. Love the LinkedIn. All right. There it is. Again, thank you guys for joining us. And we grow when you shout us out. So we appreciate the support. Other than that, this is Don Wetter for Jamal Crook reminding you there's opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.